Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Okay, so Pat and I are back. He is the pipes. I'm the wind. Hello. We were talking about it and we're like, why don't we sprinkle in, like, between, maybe we'll do OC season two next. Maybe we'll go to another show. But in between these full deep dives, we just need to bring, you know, like a hot TV show. We just need a little bit of a palate cleanser. The season one of the OC was like a really fine wine that's aged a good 10-15 years. It was delicious. We swigged it down. Now time for a little saltine cracker. Kind of get that taste out of our mouth. Set our palates for the next thing. Yeah, I mean, we were so balls deep in the OC that it's it's good to just take a step away and just build some awareness, you know? To either a show that no one's heard of that involves teens being idiots. Yeah. Or a show that maybe it just like popped up one season and it went away or whatever. But just bring some awareness to some of the goodness that's out there before we, you know, dive back into our bread and butter. And this one, we will say we're teasing a little bit here, but it is pretty, pretty deep cut. <laughs> it's a deep we've been cut. Watching, uh, we've been watching, <laughs> we've been watching the OC on Hulu. BD also has the DVDs. Obvious. Which, yeah, that's obvious. The show we're going to do is Eighth and Ocean. It, it played one season on MTV. So the, the last thing I'll say, though, while we're, while we're just crushing analogies, is we picked up a couple first downs yeah. with the OC. And now it's like we got our, we had a couple holding penalties, and we got ourselves into like third and 18. Mm-hmm. We're putting in a change of pace back, yep. and we're just going to mix it up for an episode, maybe one, maybe two. And then get back into, okay, we picked up the sticks. Yeah. Okay, so with that said, we'll give a background so, so you know what this show is. Um, it's essentially, they follow these models in Miami Beach, Florida in 2006. It's like six or seven models. There's So to go through them, you have like Britt, who's the homeschooled. She's from like some southern town. And I was about to say Southern country. (laughs) She seems like she's from a different country with how just green she is just in life in general. So you have Britt, who's, we were saying, one of the most attractive people of all time. Yeah. A a 13 out of 10 looks wise. But so her thing is, she's pigeonholed in a homeschooled type of thing. Then you have Teddy, who's like... He has uh, like a northern Wisconsin-ish, maybe even Canadian accent. Yeah, it's like a Midwestern though. He's a hard Midwestern dude. Super attractive. It looks like he's always got mascara on. Yeah, he's a he's a real hot guy. Everybody in the show is very they're attractive. They're all hot. They're so all. We all yeah. hear us. God, they're all so attractive. Then you have Vincy. Vincy is like the bad boy. Oh yeah, yeah. And also the through line to all these characters is that yes, they're all super attractive. Their combined IQ score has to be in the 
in the single digits. There is nothing going on. It's so oh my god. That's I think that's what we forgot about. We thought it was funny when we first watched it, but in like there's no stories in this show. It's there's no like like there's no chronicles. It's just hey, this entire episode is about Sabrina her acne. This entire episode is about Vincy just not understanding how alarm clocks work. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so Vincey's the bad boy. He's the best model in the agency. Of all time, uh, apparently. That's how they treat him. Uh, they said he was pulling down like 100k a year for the agency, so they can't fire They can't fire him. <laughs> they can't fire him pulling down that kind of change. But also, he's uh, he just won't even peck up their calls, which we'll get into that yeah. in a second. We'll get into um, it. So then you have the twins. The twins, Kelly, and you just mentioned Sabrina. Sabrina's got acne issues. Kelly is... Okay, I didn't know that... They say they're identical twins, but if it's possible, Kelly is way hotter than Sabrina. Yeah, way hotter. What is it? Fraternal twins that don't look exactly like... Yeah, but they I can't really, I can't really tell the difference of them. Twins kind of freak me out. These ones, I can't really even tell the difference between them, but everybody else seems to. It, it would suck being a twin, though, you realize. Like, it would really suck being a twin. There's... Well, here's my thing. There's sets of twins that I know where I've had a conversation with the one twin. So, like, I kind of know them. So, if I were to see them again, it would be normal for me to, like, say hello and chat with them. Whereas the other one I have never met before. But I can't tell which one is which. And yeah. so, I end up just ignoring both people, which <laughs> just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I always, I always used to think, like... They always show that, like, oh, twins, they're, so, it's, it's, they're twins. But it's like, well, why? Why is that such, like, a hot thing? If it's, like, two hot twins. I don't understand I no the heat on, on that. Whatever. So, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so you have, you have them, and then you have a couple smaller characters, like Brianna, who, honestly, she is exactly my speed. Oh, we both agree mm-hmm. on Brianna. So my my hottest like type of girl is like a tinge of ethnicity. Yeah, where you can't really tell what's going on. Yeah, there's a little something there, but I just got a touch of it. Mm-hmm. Like a touch of, you know... Something. Something interesting. I'm a touch of exotic. Would then, it be weird for you, by the way, to uh, date somebody named Brianna? You being Brian? No. I actually like that, and I was really, I was good friends with that girl. Remember in L.A. when we were there, there was that girl who I worked at that internship with. Her name was Brianna. She just had everyone call her Brie. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. That's nice. I like that. That's a good nickname. Like, it's like, we were talking about that name, Gabriella. I like that on Connor Gabs. Like, some names, they just have good short nicknames. Good short names. Also, um, nicknames for girls where it sounds like a guy's name. Oh yeah, we're both on the same page. Oh That's yeah, always cool. Uh, so all in on girls named dudes names. Yeah, <laughs> all in like a Bobby. Yeah, like a Billy. Charlie. Oh yeah, Charlie. Like, uh, you know, so hot Connor Chuck. Yeah, uh, Rick. <laughs> you like a Rick? Jonathan. Mike. <laughs> no, but Bobby, Billy, those those do work. Charlie does work. Love Sam for Samantha. It's a good one. That's up there with Gabriella on like in the tops for me on girls' names for my future daughter. Just know that. So you'll preview there. Yeah. Future daughter name <laughs> might be Sam. So okay, the rest of the people you don't need to know. Um, okay, they all just move into it. It was like they just so they they get these girls to fly in from all over the country and they all just move them into the same apartment and then it's just like hey. 
really hot people, you just all get together and start getting drunk. You go model and stuff, and then we'll just film it. Yeah, it's kind of like the real world, but their uh, their job they're all yeah they're all hot, and their jobs are to work at this modeling agency. Which is seemingly pretty cutthroat. Like I was getting the pretty vibe, brutal. Like they only have a couple months to start booking gigs, or else they are out of the house and on the street. What an unreal job it would be to be like a booker. I was initially thinking this. I've since changed my opinion. Yeah. But I was originally thinking like, God, that must be amazing because you you get to just sit there, have these like super attractive guys and girls come in, and then you just look at them and look at their photos and go, No. Hot, not hot. Yeah, you suck. You could just you get to play hot or not for your job, but so I think that's why they all get into it because it's like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. I'm just yeah. gonna literally stare at hot people all day, and it's just gonna be so fucking sweet. And then you get into it, and it's like, oh wait. Yeah. But the downside to dealing with hot people all the time is that they don't understand consequences for their actions ever. They literally don't have have any consequences for anything they do. The two bookers, I think the two main ones, there's also a guy, I didn't catch his name, but Susie and Mia are the two main bookers that we follow, and they just seemingly have soul-crushing jobs trying to wrangle these models. Yeah, it's they suck. I hate those girls. Um, um, Irene Marie is the owner of the agency. I think. Yep, uh, it's, yep. Irene Marie. The agency is also called Irene Marie. Real, uh, so real quick on Irene Marie, she looks like a pterodactyl. If pterodactyls could have a shit ton of plastic surgery, yeah. I think I threw out mutant, but that's a little bit more descriptive. So I'm gonna jump on that. But look her up because she looks like a dinosaur now. Probably one that flies. Yeah. And so she's, she's, and we were also talking like, it seems like one of the easiest jobs in the world to be Irene Marie. Obviously, uh, it's probably not, but it seems like all, if you just have this saying down, like, mm, ooh, you look a little dead behind the eyes. I'm not seeing a lot of life there behind the eyes. Yeah, it's all about having That's all life. you need is a critique. You need to just, yeah. You look dead behind the eyes. That's all you need is a critique. Seemingly, she has a really easy gig. Yeah, her job's easy as fuck. I've realized, I've just realized that now. I said it's probably hard, but no. The uh, bookers, you, I mean, her lieutenants underneath her, they have to wrangle all these people. Irene Marie, she just probably collects Vinci's paychecks when he does show up. And kind of like every once in a while, she has to kind of be a mentor to these people or deliver bad news. But really, she just gets to... Just get a sip. I also said another thing I, I loved in this show thinking about models is it's the best when you're a model and you find out you didn't get a job and like the, the level of justification you just get to spout off to your fucking friends. It's just like, oh, yeah, I didn't get that one. I, I, I'm too pretty. They thought they must have thought I was just too pretty for it because I think they were going for more like a like more of like a down home like realistic feel and like I came in there and it was like mm, no she's too beautiful for this that actually yeah I think that was actually a direct quote from one of the twins she said they what didn't want us because we're too I think she said they're out there they were looking for average girls <laughs> yeah, yeah they're looking for average for this shoot for this model shoot fuck that and this is no I think this conversation was one of the first they're kind of having after the girls all met each other and they're hanging out in their shared apartment and this is when we started to realize how weirdly the show was edited together. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of just awkward silences and these girls staring at each other. 
And you, what jumps off the page is how competitive they are. <laughs> so I, yeah, this girl Kelly, who's the hot twin, um, she's the biggest bitch I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. A horrible sister. She's mean. Horrible sister. I, like, she sucks as a sister. She sucks as a human being and a friend. Anytime something bad happens to her sister because of her like acne or whatever, Kelly's just like throwing salt into the wound. She's like a terrible friend. What you just, uh, I guess one of the storylines that they kind of try to carve out is with these two sisters. I know that as they go through the show, one of them, the one with the acne, finally loses her acne. And then she starts getting jobs and then like the tables really switch. And then Kelly doesn't get any jobs. The hot one doesn't get jobs anymore. And then it's a nice like, yeah. Oh, here's the different. Here's how the tables have turned, type of thing. Because in these first couple episodes, Sabrina is the one. She gets a bunch of acne coming up, and she also apparently has <laughs> dead eyes <laughs> in her pictures. So that combination is not great for modeling, apparently, which we learned. So I just want to get into one of our, our things that we discussed that we want to do, which is tips for the youth. Yeah. Because we have some tips for the youth of today based on life experience. And you gotta learn how to fucking deal with acne. Yeah. You gotta learn. Like, and Sabrina even said it on this episode, which I used to love. I, I had bad acne, and I used to love in high school going to the dermatologist, and you're literally searching for any fucking answer whatsoever. Like, hey, dermatologist, just give me a cream or a fucking pill or just something that makes this shit on my face. At one point, I was taking a pill and, and rubbing head and shoulders shampoo on my face. <laughs> That's, that's, probably not, not that's good. what I was told. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> still had acne for another seven to eight years after that. So. so tips, tips for the youth. I I would say just go right to Accutane, but unclear if do you think they do that anymore. <laughs> I think it's been banned. Like, I did it. That shit worked like a charm for me. Cleared it up in a second. But I'm pretty sure like someone killed themselves on it. And they've just completely banned it. Yeah, didn't you have to like go in and get blood tests? You had to give blood every two weeks. You had to give blood. You couldn't eat carrots because like you couldn't eat anything with like vitamin A. You couldn't you couldn't work out. You had to like lather up the lotion and the like lip balm because all it essentially did was it dried out your skin so intensely everywhere in your body that there was just no way for acne to form. And then it actually worked and it went away. But I'm pretty sure it's been banned. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be my... So a tip outside... That would be my first tip. But if that's illegal... So I guess uh, getting your hands in the black market of like pills and stuff would be my first tip for the youth yep. of today. Yep. Go underground for your drugs mm-hmm. and get Accutane. If that doesn't work... Wait until you're about 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> wait it out. Yeah, yeah because... Don't worry, sucks. kids. When you're about 30, it'll kids, it'll really slow down. Kids, don't worry about acne. It'll go away. I still get a zit every now, once in a while. Pat still gets them. What age do they officially go away for the kids? So the kids know? Oh, officially about... Th- yeah, 33? 35? 35. 35. So kids, kids, 35 is when the acne goes away. So just hold on. Hold on for that. I did love also um, dermatologists speak. Sabrina says in this episode, like when she's trying to get a gig at this modeling agency, they're like, oh, yeah, well, they tell me that it actually gets a lot worse before it gets better. Perfect. That's what I'm What an amazing thing to have in your back pocket for your job. If you're a dermatologist or just in any job in life where you can always just be like, 
oh, you know what? This is actually going to get really shitty. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> Stick with it. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I was just thinking about, like, in my job, because I'm in sales. If I, if I said, like, my boss comes in, he's like, hey, Brian. What the fuck is going on with your sales? All the customers are leaving. And your customers, you have no customers, you fucking idiot. Your your sales are down like 13% this quarter. What's up? And I go, sir, take a seat. Take a seat, (laughs) sir. Let me explain. Let me just explain you how it works, okay? This strategy that I'm working right now, it gets a lot worse for like a while before it gets better. <laughs> this plan I have, you're actually going to see a dip in sales of about, I'd even go as low as 40%. So hold on. But hold on through that because honestly, after like a month, it gets so much better. And I'm seeing big spikes. <laughs> like, God damn. That, that, that would just be the sweetest thing in the world. It, like... It, it, it also, I, I also think of like jobs I'm jealous of for like always having in my back pocket a statement like that is being a vet. Because like if you ever give anything to a dog or whatever and it doesn't work, like, hey, my dog has a near infection or whatever. And then you, you just come back and then you'd be like, yeah, this cream didn't work. And then if you, at the vet, you can just be like. Oh yeah, sometimes it doesn't work. You know, some dogs they just really some dogs some dogs, <laughs> right. some dogs yeah, just nice. you know they really react to this, and then others don't. How about you try this? And it's such a racket because it's always just like you as a dog owner can't ever be like, okay, uh, no, I would have said go with the Benzaclean cream. You fucking idiot! That we all know works on German shepherds. You dumbass. Like you can never say okay. Back a to nice show. a nice tip just for the kids to sum it all up. Yeah. If you notice that you have a really bad cystic acne, like Sabrina does on the show, maybe just not modeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do just something like else. Stay in a lot. There's tons of jobs. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Like just stay in and never leave the house, kids. Like get real cool with like find a great show on Netflix. Uh huh. Okay. Start coding. Learn how to program. Yeah, become a programmer. Just know this. You're never going to date really hot people. Yeah. <laughs> Just accept it. Okay, that's that's for the kids. Those are hot tips for the kids. Um, let's see. Let's move on here in, in whatever other storylines we have. I'm also convinced in, ta- in just thinking about being a model that every photographer is either a pedophile or a serial molester yeah and has molested lots of people i feel like the percentage of photographers who get into like model shooting it that actually just love it for the art of photography is very small i think they're all yeah they're all just trying to hook up yeah but they're all creepy as fuck super creepy that one guy that they showed oh my god oh he was a nightmare he was asking questions like uh, what's the wildest thing you've ever done yeah uh what what you ever you ever photograph your sister without her clothes on, <laughs> naked? It's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> always like, and then if you're making my skin crawl, and the, the, but like people would just go, this guy's genius. Yeah, he's a little weird. That's what they kept saying at the agency. This guy's a little weird, but he could take kick ass photographs. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Woody Allen type thing. Always forgiven if your heart's good. Yeah. So let's just get into some of these characters, Brit. One of the, because the, this is, Britt, they were talking about 
how green she is. And I felt like they were really playing that up like too much almost of like, what's that? What's a dick? What's a dick? (laughs) They're like, Hey, I feel like she's the driver of that. Like she's so excited to be like, Oh no, you guys are going to a club to dance. I can't dance. Oh, I can't dance. I can't dance. And she's like, like super excited about this. Like, uh, no, I can't dance. Everybody's like, all right, well, we can teach you. And they treat her all like that too. That she was modeling with this guy, and then someone was like, "Did you touch his package?" She's like, "What do you mean package?" I wish one of the girls, "It's fucking dick, bitch." She touches fucking dick. Yeah, she, she. I guess she is like a sheltered, homeschooled Midwestern person, but she. Was, that is that. She is plays not into this Midwestern. character so much. Okay, that so it's, it's annoying. I'm gonna give a hot take of the week. I don't Ooh, know. If I cannot wait. I don't know if you've got one, but my hot take of the week is homeschool people fucking suck. That's valid. <laughs> Just in general, I, you don't. I just don't think you stand a chance in society if you're fucking homeschooled. Yeah. Brit, like this is a hot take. (laughs) So like we're gonna take we're gonna take one thing that that we see and then just totally blow it out to all of society. But I think it's been proven in this episode that if you're homeschooled, no fucking chance. Yeah. Like you don't understand what it's like to interact with other human beings. At at a certain point, you have to learn how the world works. And maybe that's in second or third grade when you have a weird teacher and you're like, oh, yeah, this person's weird. I guess I have to learn how to deal with that person. Or that happens when you're 19 or 20 and you've been totally sheltered <laughs> your whole life. And then you meet the weird people and you have to like somehow navigate through that as an adult. So that's my hot take of the week. Did you have a hot take? I'll, sa- I'll save mine. I'll save mine because it's okay. Uh, well, I'll give it'll you, come up I'll give you later, one that you said on this show. you can have my take so Pat's hot take this week is that um, he said and said he definitely didn't want to bring up on the podcast so obviously I'm going to bring it up on the podcast thank you Um, was that really there's a difference between being young and skinny and old and skinny and when you're old it's just hard I think you fucked up my take (laughs) (laughs) then say what it is say the hot take (laughs) Uh, when you're, you I said supple, that. supple. Did soft. I say supple? <laughs> yeah, you said Fuck. supple. I might have said supple. Supple and soft, skinny body. The, when everybody you're in the show is skinny. Yeah, but they're all like soft and skinny. Mm-hmm. Like because so they're like skinny. they're like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old. Yeah, I feel like there's also tons of skinny people in their twenties, thirties, and forties. But if you want to stay skinny, you have to like start getting muscular, and then it's like a hard skinny. Yeah. So yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, I felt creepy thinking that in my mind. I told you, in confidence. (laughs) Don't worry, now it's out there. Okay, so let's just get into Vincey. This guy is on a douche level that's beyond anything I've ever fucking seen. He's the worst. So, Vincey's this... They edit him as like he's the bad boy. He does whatever the fuck he wants. And the reason why um, we can't just fire his ass is because... He'll just go across the street and make six figures for that company. That was that. Actual I would love quote. to know a little bit more about the business because is Vincey getting all of that money, or That's is what that is saying. that like is that his gross revenue? So and then like he gets paid out, like and then the model agency gets paid out a percentage of that. So that's what we were saying is because that's how not we, that much money. How we thought it worked is that you 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 book a gig 
and you only get paid based on the gigs that you booked. There's not like a salary right. with like a pension woven into being a model. It to me, it just seemed like, and I think you were saying it too. He's just leaving. There's no ambition here. He's leaving a lot <laughs> of money on the table. He just like sleep in. He cannot, for the life of him, wake up by nine thirty every single day and call to figure out if he's got any gigs that day. Yeah, and he's like, he's coming out at like they're riding him and they're like, oh, I don't want to work for you. It's like Vincent, you're working for yourself. Yeah, if you skip these gigs. That's just money that you're losing out on. So like. Yeah, like he'll have two gigs, two two <laughs> gigs or whatever. I don't even know if we're calling it the right term of gigs, but he'll have like two... I think job. Or jobs sure. or whatever. Let's go with job. And he just won't show up. And then all the booking people just get super fucking pissed. And they're like, because I think they get paid on a commission yeah, basis Yeah, I think they get too. paid on commission. So they're losing out on their commission, which is probably, let's say, 10 to 20% yeah, of so what his mad. fee is. But, but he's, he's losing, losing out on that 80. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. I feel like somebody just needs to explain him. So, Vinci is one of the dumbest human beings I've ever seen in my life. I've, I have I thought coming off the OC that there were some dumb people on that show, but God damn it. And he's real, too. He's a real guy. He is really dumb. He is a real dumb guy. He's always like, hey, Mia, who's the booker at the agency? Mia, what do you want from me? Like, I'm just trying to live my life. <laughs> He's so dumb. It's it's amazing. <clears throat> the best part of that episode too was that he literally he he just missed like four four jobs. He just didn't wake up like on three straight days. And then they go to some award show. He does he does a couple walks down the cat catwalk or whatever, and then they give the model of the week award and he just won. <laughs> and he didn't do anything that week and he still just won. And that's when I realized it's my dream in life to just be so fucking hot yep. that there's no consequences. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. You do whatever the fuck you want and then you still just get praise the fact, and awards. The fact that he's that dumb and that irresponsible just makes him so much hotter. So much hotter. He's covered in broken glass and forbiddenness, dude. It's like you can't have him. He's like that forbidden fruit. When's the award? You want to hear my hot take? Yeah, okay, yeah. Hot take of the week for I you? I think Vince, he might actually be brilliant. <laughs> think about genius? it. He knows exactly He knows exactly how much... I'm not saying that he's not lazy, because that he very much is lazy, but he knows exactly how much he's worth to this company. Mm. He knows that they're in a pickle. Yeah. They can't fire him, yeah. because he'll just go next door and earn... He's got more. all the leverage. Exactly. And he knows exactly how much yeah. leverage he has... He doesn't feel like working, so he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you guys. I'm fuck gonna do whatever the whatever I want." And then he does whatever. The he fuck does he whatever wants. he wants. So he's just got this weird life. And then what we were talking about earlier is really, I guess, he's the one losing out. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe my take is not as hot as I thought it was because he's actually just losing money for himself. Yeah, well, that's a hot take, and so it's a good point. It begs the question. Is he the dumbest guy in the history of mankind, or is he legitimately like a higher level species that yeah. we're all just waiting to evolve into? Exactly. Like we're down here working, trying like hard, idiots. being nice to people. Mm. Uh, he's just, he's over that. Getting drunk as fuck, sleeping in 
the speedos outperforming everyone and outperforming all of us he's working smarter not yeah. harder <laughs> yeah that's it um okay any anything else about Vincey or do you want to move into Teddy and Britt's relationship oh let's dive right into Teddy and Britt so Teddy's another guy who has about one or two brain cells that he's barely rubbing together yeah uh, has mascara on I'm pretty sure I don't even know what to say about Teddy. His whole thing is he's dumb as shit, so he just doesn't talk much. But everybody's like, oh, he's so mysterious and quiet. Yeah, he's like I, a nice, that's, quiet another guy. Thing, that's another thing we've realized is that you literally, in this show, if you are this attractive, you just get to do nothing all the time. And then people are asking themselves, what's Teddy thinking? Yeah. All the girls are sitting around one night and they're just like, Teddy's so mysterious. What's Teddy thinking? What's he doing? He's mastered the art of doing less. Let me tell you, ladies, Teddy's thinking nothing. He's doing (laughs) nothing. He's sitting in his apartment thinking about, like, no thoughts uh, besides sex and at what point in his life he wants to discover fire. Those are the only things he's trying to figure out. Sex, food, and when can I discover fire. Yeah, that's a big one. He's mastered this art because... uh... Um, for our female listeners, one thing they don't know or they might know <clears throat> about us dudes is sometimes when we're sitting there not talking or doing anything, our minds are just blank. There's nothing going nothing on. Nothing going on. Absolutely I- nothing going on. We're not mad. We're not churning thoughts about something. We're not planning anything. It's just, it's off. And it, it's kind of relaxing. It's kind of a hidden art. Do you have the same thing? Yeah, I think about nothing a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. But I, <laughs> it's so good. I would imagine, yeah, no, a lot of times there's no thoughts happening. But on Teddy, it's not It's not some of the time. It's all the time. There's no thoughts. But he's mastered turning that into like being interesting and like mysterious. Yeah. At one point in the show, they said, like, I just think Teddy's like really, really intelligent. It's just because he doesn't talk. <laughs> just like, what? What? How is that a thought, ladies? <laughs> like, don't think that. Like, that um, same guy is wearing jeans and no shirt by the pool smoking cigarettes. Okay, so we're going to get into a would you rather. And I'm going to just sponsor. I'm going to have our would you rather be sponsored by our fine sponsors at Wicklow Wear. By the way, Wicklow Wear loved the sponsorship so much on our OC breakdown that is offering deals. Well, came to me, actually, to be honest, I came to him and I said, what kind of deals can we offer? And he said, let's make some deals. So this segment of Would You Rather is brought to you by Wicklow Wear. That's W-I-C-K-L-O-W Wear. Be free and explore. Get all your outdoor gear. Wicklow Wear. You go to wicklowwear.com. Anything you buy. Promo code VL. Name of the show. Vicarious Living. You just use the initials. VL. Put it in the promo code at checkout. Get 10% off your order. These guys are great sponsors. These guys are great. You know? They've been great with us, gear. They've been they've with been us with, since the beginning. Oh, they were there from the beginning. we got to show them some love. Okay. Would you rather? My would you rather of the week is, would you rather be one of these fucked out ladies at the modeling agency who have to like book these complete idiots and like constantly be their handlers of two like human beings who barely know English? Or would you rather spend a minimum of 13 seconds with Vincey having a beer with him and having to talk to that idiot and just sit there and like hear how his brain works? 
All right. <clears throat> Let me think through this. The women with the... I'm just... I'll paint so a picture day, of these women. So one day, would you rather spend... Oh, for one uh, day? I'll put okay. it... I'll put it content. So would you rather spend say, that's one a day where eight hours dealing with all these idiots... So upside is you get to see really hot pictures all day mm-hmm. and you get to just judge people constantly right. Right. about are you hot or are you not? Or you just spend like five minutes. So um, you can't spend less than 13 seconds... But all you have to make it to is like the five minute mark of a of a beer with Vinci. I uh, I honestly would rather work the full eight hours. <laughs> yeah, like, get the headset. I mean, just like launch yeah. me in full stress mode, trying to call these people, get them on the line, because yeah. sitting there trying to talk to Vinci for five minutes would be, uh, it'd be brutal. I don't know what you would even say to him. Well, you see the dudes in this thing, they try they to try have conversations. To, yeah, they try to chat with him. It's it's like, it, it's it's brutal. Like, what what's up, man? Mia seemed pretty pissed at you. Because, like, she was even calling me, like, where's Vinci at? And, and he's just like, oh, man, I don't even, like, they call him my phone, man. In, and it's that, fucking... In yeah. that five minutes, like, if you were to try to tell... I mean, I guess you could sit in silence, which wouldn't be that bad. He doesn't know consequences. So it's like there's no conversation to be had. He doesn't He doesn't understand, like, what happens if you drop this this glass on the ground? What's going to happen? You might... <laughs> he doesn't know that it's going to break and water's going to You might end up. up in jail after that five-minute beer. Or just killing yourself. You might just drop that glass to show him that this is what happens, like consequences for things that you do, and then just take the shards of glass and then just stab yourself in the neck repeatedly <laughs> until you fucking kill yourself. At That's, the very least, to fill that five minutes with conversation, you would need to have fully locked and loaded at least 40 different conversation topics to bring up. Yeah. Because whatever you throw at him is just a fucking dud against the wall. It is just... It's throwing a flat basketball against the wall and trying to honestly watch it drop. If I was sitting there talking with Vincey, after the two minute mark, I would just I would look at him and be like, dude, honestly, should I just go into that corner and just talk to the fucking wall? I feel like if I just go (laughs) pull up a chair in front of that corner of that blank wall, I would get more conversation out of that fucking wall than I will out of sitting here looking at you. He sucks. Ass. We actually were asking. He, he might be actually. Now that I think about it, you still he think could, he's a genius? <laughs> <laughs> he could secretly be. Back in our single days, he might be like a good wingman because, like, you bring him out to the bar with you. He's so good looking, and so like he doesn't care oh, about anything. Oh yeah. So like he like like he would have girls around him all the time because yeah. a they would flock to him, and b he would be willing to just strike up conversation with whoever. And then so like all of a sudden there's girls around yeah. and you're standing there and, and then he's a fucking moron. He's a moron. Yeah. And so that like I didn't even think of that. That you should use that as your hot take of the week because that's that that is perfect. Yeah, because like that's a good wig man. I'm gonna go ahead and, and flip my call. I'm getting the beers with him. <laughs> so you're would you rather I mean, you don't want to be Mia at the modeling agency? Okay, so that's an interesting point by you. Good thought. Good thought put into that. Good analytics. I now agree that, yeah, he's the best wingman to have. You bring him to a bar, you send him out, all the girls, all the really attractive girls, they come, they hang out with him, they see you, they're like, God damn it, we get this hot guy and then we get this idiot over here who's like not bringing anything to the table. Yep. Then, perfect scenario, they're trapped with mm-hmm. you guys, and then you you get to like just... 
Because they got the, they got the one girl like, who's locked in with Vinci. Yeah. And you look like such a shining star when you're just forming complete sentences yeah. next to this other idiot. Because we saw yeah, it when... They're like, sure, Vinci's a 10 looks wise. This guy's about a 6, maybe 5 and a half. But he can talk. Gracious. He actually has words. It's <laughs> just rating of you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you go in there, and I so I was, thinking, I was talking about myself. Uh, so I was like thinking too, like, Come on, you dude, got, you're a seven easy. I, I was thinking when we were watching it because you get to see him with that Adrian guy, that other model in a hot tub with two not attractive ladies, by the way. Yeah, it was getting kind of rapey in the hot tub. Yeah, where like the, it was clear the girls got in there like, oh my god, two models, fuck yes, mm-hmm. and then they got in, and then within five minutes they're just you can see them thinking like, hey, hey, Michelle, I think let's give each other the eyes. I'm pretty sure this guy is a, just about in full on rape mode, and I'm gonna get raped, so we should just like get out of the hot tub. Yeah, no matter how good looking the guy is, I think a rape is still a rape. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It all After counts. a certain point, you're like, I'm fucking creeped out. Let's get out of this tub. Rape is rape. Man, that's another hot take. Yeah. <laughs> it's all not good stuff. <laughs> okay, so what's your would you rather? Uh, I up? mean, it's kind, of a, it's kind of similar to yours. Um, would you rather hang out one on one with Vinci or <laughs> Sabrina? Just a one-on-one hang. You I guys always have such similar fucking... I know, simpatico. <laughs> so, I've already covered where I stand on the Vinci thing. The only thing I'll say on this is that... So, Sabrina has so much self-esteem issues. She has so many self-esteem issues and so much fucking baggage emotionally. She would be draining. God, she would be draining. It would just constantly be about, like, woe is me. She's the victim in every situation. I get it. It sucks. Yeah. You got acne. Yeah. Sucks. No good. Not fun for anyone. However, like, time for you to make some lemonade out of the fucking shit acne lemons that you were fucking dealt, lady. There you go. You're still a fucking model. I, if I had to choose, again, uh, th- because we already talked about it, I'm just going the Vinci hang. Because Sabrina, I can't deal with people like that, dude. There's nothing worse than hanging with someone with no confidence. It's a bummer. Just... Fake confidence if you don't have it. Another tip. For that's the kids. that's a tip for the kids. Kid, tip for the kids. Kids, you don't have confidence. Fake it. Fake it till you fucking make it. I've seen a lot of people get by on faking it pretty fucking hard, especially in the workplace. And so just fucking act like you have confidence. And then when you go home, just like cry and stuff when you go home. Yeah. Into your pillow. Like, there's no harm in that. Mm-hmm. You go home, shed some tears over how everything sucks. But when you're with other human beings, don't drag them into your fucking shit, kids. Fuck. All right, should we wrap it there? Be a fountain, not a drain, children. Heard that. Okay. You think we'll get the youth as listeners or or probably not? No. No. You think they'll be plugged into what we got going on? I don't think that. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Okay, kids. Um, but if there are kids listening, uh, we will. We'll. We might hit one more eighth of notion, and then uh, we'll get back into our, our full-on uh, deep dives. To hear more episodes, follow us at Vicarious Living on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You know you found us when you see a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there. He's just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there. Just not pictured.